come to this happy place. Welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For Hey, how we doing out there? I got my buddy Brian here. Brian, how we doing? Hey, Mikhailo, I'm doing all right. Welcome back for another week. So, what have you been up to? Uh, it's been a been a little bit busier of a week. This week, we um we went to some drive through lights tonight. Christmas lights, Santa's rocking light display, something like that. <laughs> um. They were pretty cool. You know, you just stay in your car and drive through and they it's set to music and they just kind of blink to the music or whatever, but they've got like tunnels and um, they had these polar bears that were new this year that were probably two stories tall that um, were all white lights, like thick and lights <laughs> that were really cool. Um, and then they have these dinosaurs that are like, they were new last year and they were real. They're just so cool, like so bright and um you know like it's just a cage with lights strung onto it but (laughs) like they're so thick in the lights that they're really cool um so yeah we had fun doing that tonight and um you know it made me think of some of the stuff they used to do at disney that i never even got to see like the osborne lights um those always looked really cool on video so it's little things like that. They played frozen music a couple times while we were driving around, so that was fun. How about you? How's your week been? Uh it's pretty good. I actually I I drove through one of those things too, and it was just by accident. Um we were going out to Culver's, I think, and just right over by that Culver's, we saw a whole bunch of lights and thought, I wonder what that is, and tried to drive through them. And apparently that's what it was. <laughs> I had never known it was there. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we did the same thing. Apparently it's the week to go do that. <laughs> well, Hey, Christmas is the season, right? I guess for, for tis the, the season. Yes. Tis the season. Yes. And we're supposed to get snow on Friday. And I think you're going to get a lot more snow than I am. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, so we're driving down to Chicago and down to that area on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to get six to 10 inches overnight, Friday into Saturday. Gross. So I'm like, we're trying to leave at like seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. If you guys find me in a ditch, look <laughs> for the car with the big miles from Main Street sticker on it. Help me out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not going to be a fun time. Anyways. Ho- I, was, I was just going to say, I'm hoping that the uh, snow won't be too far south so it won't take us too long to get out of it oh yeah i am anyways uh we got a pretty fun show for you guys today um something that is pretty relevant to what i'm currently going through uh we've been kind of trying to do that lately because uh i'm coming up to a pretty uh a pretty fun trip uh out to disney and so planning all of that and getting all that together um but we're going to talk about the things that you should do while planning your dining for Disney. Uh, More importantly, uh, getting those dining reservations. So uh, I'll kind of start talking about how I usually do dining reservations, uh, which honestly um, has been fairly successful in the past. Um, 
I've I've been to places like Be Our Guest. Uh, I've been to a couple pretty cool places before. I think Be Our Guest is the is the biggest one that I can think of right now. Uh, but I've definitely been to. I, we went to the um, Habachi place uh, in China one year. Uh, that was a pretty cool reservation. Um, but I've always just kind of gone out and just randomly looked for reservations. Um, I never really had like a date where I was like, I need to get these reservations. Uh, it's always just kind of been like, whatever I can get, I can get. Uh, I do tend to, I would usually do it beforehand. Uh, definitely because I'm a planner, but I would never wake up at like 5 a.m. And, and try to get my reservations. That was just never, that wasn't really on my radar. Most of the time I was about a month out. Um, uh, and then I was starting to think about like, oh, uh, dining reservations. I wonder what I should do. And at that point, all of the really big places were taken. Um, You're killing me here. <laughs> just killing me here. Like this drives me crazy. Um, you know, I'm only there for a week. When I, whenever I do get to go. And so I want to make sure I get what I want to do. So I'm up, you know, it's now 60 days used to be 180 days, but I'm up at five in the morning with two or three devices ready to go. Um, I got my wife there helping me and we're trying to get every reservation that we want to get. We've got the whole week planned by then as far as, where we're going, what park we're going to be in and where we want to eat that day. Um, you know, having the dining plan always made it a little more difficult, but I, it drives me crazy when I hear people say, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. We're going to, we're going to leave it in two weeks. Where should we go eat? And it's like, I'm, I've already got that figured out and I'm happy with the selections I've made <laughs> or I've, in the case of our last trip, we didn't have Olga's Cantina yet. So every day, every possible second I had free, I was checking to see if we could get a reservation at Olga's. Yeah, that's that's kind of what um, Kristen and I are doing right now because we tried to, this is a terrible story. Uh, we When the Space 220 Lounge opened up, we were really close in getting a reservation. Um we had one selected for like two thirty or something like that. And then I was like, wait a minute, what's the La Cellier uh, reservation time. Uh, and I backed out. And then I forgot that when you back out, you lose that time. So uh, that one's on me. Um, so we, we could, we possibly could have gone to the space Two Twenty lounge. However, it would have been pretty close to when, um, our La Cellier time was, uh, I think, and, but, but that's what we've recently been doing is just every so often each day we'll go on there and see if anything pops up randomly. Um, but I think, I think for that, um, we're going to try to go to the, the walk up, um, area for the space 220 lounge and see if we, we get anything. We might try to do that like right at the beginning of the day. Uh, I've tried that with, with Olga's before, uh, it didn't work. (laughs) Um, but that was also like during kind of the heart of the pandemic. So they, uh, they were really like not letting, letting uh, full groups in. However, there was one time in the middle of the day that I walked up to Oga's and we tried to get um, 
a table and they said, come back at this time. And we came back and waited in line. We waited in line for like a good, probably 45 minutes, uh, but then got in. So um, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what it's like. Um, and that's, that's a full, full restaurant. And from what I've seen um, the whole, the sit down uh, lounge area, which is basically just like they're seating you at the bar uh, from what I understand um, that looks like it's elbow to elbow. So it doesn't really look like anything's getting restricted for space in there <laughs> space. Uh, but so we'll, we'll see if we're able to do that. That would be really cool. Honestly, that would be like the cherry on the top of uh, that Epcot day. Cause I'm already going to La Cellier. So if, if we, we get space 220 lounge, then that will just, that'll, that'll take our, our trip to 11. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that's, that's something that, that we're doing current, currently living right now um, is just checking uh, almost every day to see if there is something for, for that specific reservation. So like in the case of space 220, you know, those reservations just popped up what last week, I think they started taking them for the lounge. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't do it on your 60 day, but when you're staying on property, and you've got a hard to get reservation that you want to get, you got to use that advantage. Like if, if it's 60 days out, you know, you get basically 60 days plus the length of your trip. So if you're on that day looking to get something on that seventh day, you're actually 67 days. You've got, you know, a leg up on everybody else. So you need to make sure that you're out there doing that for something like your space 220 or chef Mickey's or California grill, or, you know, be our guest Cinderella's Royal table, that type of stuff, because uh, you, you just want that advantage. You want to be able to get the reservation you want. And, you know, as we said already, being that we don't get to go very often and we can't just, pop into a restaurant you know if when you're living around there and you hear this from the vloggers all the time is like they can just pick a restaurant that day whatever is open and they go to that one they don't worry about where they're going Um, and I don't think they provide the perspective that a lot of us need when we're going because they just they're living it too much so it's good to make sure you get on there. And this is why you're killing me here. <laughs> so so the, the moral of the story that, that we're trying to preach to you is um, be a planner. Uh, know that you have 60 days from the first day of your vacation to make your dining reservations. Like Brian said, um, and, and actually I'll, I'll kind of explain this because uh, I'll, I'll let, let you guys in on a little secret. I actually woke up at 5 a.m. and made these reservations. And we're going to go through these reservations, Brian, because they, they are uh, some humdingers. But um, basically, for you. <laughs> basically <laughs> what you want to do is, is um, you, you get up. Uh, 5 a.m. Is, is the window that it opens up um, that then you can start making reservations for your trip. And actually what happens is um, if, you, if you've ever made a reservation – um, a dining reservation uh, on the Disney app or the Disney website. Uh, it gives you uh, a bunch of blue dates and the blue dates are the dates that you can select to make a reservation. And what happens is on 
the first day of your stay, when you're 60 days out, all of the other days of your stay light up blue. And so you can make uh, reservations at that point for all of those days, which is very cool. And I, I didn't know that that's how that worked. I thought you had to wait, <laughs> wake up at 5 a.m. Uh, each day. Uh, but I I woke up at 5 a.m. And, and got a couple pretty awesome uh, reservations. And we'll, we'll go down the list, Brian. And actually the first one, um, on the first day that we get there, uh, I've got California Grill 50th anniversary dinner at uh, 9.10 p.m. Uh, and we're, we are going to try to get there uh, probably a little bit before nine uh, and find some spot to hang out and watch the fireworks up there. Cause I think that's, that's going to be a, an amazing start. What time is fireworks going to be? Do you know? Not 9 PM. I looked that up. It is 9 PM. I yep. get there at eight, get there at eight o'clock. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Now, now he's telling us and that actually makes sense, Brian. <laughs> well, and, I can only, you know, I've only been up there once and I can only give you my one experience with that, but that's what we did. We got there at eight o'clock and said, Hey, I've got a reservation at nine. Is there space in the lounge? And they said, actually, sure. Head on up. We found an awesome table right next to a window. And that's where we ended up actually staying. They Mm -hmm. came to us a few minutes later and said, your table's ready. And I said, this is pretty awesome. See, do I want (laughs) to move? for the fireworks. And they said, no, you're actually in a really good spot. And so I, so that's where we stayed. Um, so, I mean, that, that was a great experience for us. So that's what I tell everybody is if you, especially if you have something that early or that late, go try it, you know, an hour early and see if you can get up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not uh, over next to um, uh, cafe, uh, Contempo cafe, excuse me, there's outer rim lounge. You can get a drink over there mm-hmm. um, while you wait. So awesome. Yeah. We're definitely going to try to get, get up there uh, at least a little early to see if we can catch the fireworks at all. Um, but so there's that California grill, never been there. Uh, Brian raves about it. Uh, I got the big one, Brian. I got La Cellier, um <laughs> at Epcot. Very happy about that. Uh and Brian, you'll be happy about this one. We actually got uh, Yak and Yeti. Um, I love that place. I, I actually have been helping a family go, um, and they're going to be going there. They, I gave them, I, you know, Yak and Yeti or uh, Tusker House. And they looked at the menus and said, there's nothing my kids will eat at Tusker House. But they really like the idea of Yak and Yeti. Mm-hmm. So, um that's where they're headed. Like they, they saw a lot on the menu and I love it. I actually have been going and I think I've said this before. I, we go to Indian restaurants in town now because of Yak and Yeti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, super excited about that. Uh, I have never done uh, a proper sit down dinner at uh, Animal Kingdom. So uh, I'm excited to experience that. And I've only heard good things, uh, especially from Brian uh, about Yak and Yeti. Um, I got Oga's. Uh, 7, 7 p.m. So that'll be exciting. Uh, not my first time there, uh, but still exciting. That'll be able to go back. Uh, and then we decided on uh, be our guest again <laughs> at, uh, uh, at Magic Kingdom because Kristen has not been uh, to be our guest yet. Um, and I honestly, my first time I went there, we were seated in the back because um, we got that 
we got that reservation probably like weeks before we went. So I'm sure it was just like a, a random one popped up. And then we were like probably the last people at all to like get a reservation for that day. Uh, and so uh, we were like way in the back. Um, we were in the main dining area, but just way in the back and just kind of like pushed way all the way back to the back, uh, the back wall there in the back. Uh, we were kind of in the back, you know, the back area <laughs> at, at beer guests. So you walk in and like to the left in the back. <laughs> um, hey, hang on. I got this dead horse over here. Let's beat, beat it a little bit more. Is it in the back? <laughs> <laughs> we'll beat it in the back. <laughs> um anyways so i was in the back and, and um but so it i mean i was just kind of really far away from everything um and we were just tucked back there in the back and uh i actually think it would be cool to either be somewhere kind of more in the middle of that main dining area because the main dining area is cool because it has that snow um from the the video wall uh, and just the way that's installed and the way that that in, that's in there. And those are cells from the actual movie. So I thought that that, that was really cool. Um, but also it would be cool to kind of be in one of the other rooms. Um, the West Wing definitely would be the one that I would um, want to be in. Uh, just from what every, everybody said and just walking through there uh, once really. Um, I think that would be cool. I'm I'm totally fine with with dark dinners. I'm going to La Salle already, so yeah, we got to sit in the West Wing um, when we did our breakfast, but they didn't sit us at a table. It was like a quick service at the time, so you just oh. walked in, yeah, and sat down somewhere. So I yeah. kind of had to stalk somebody, <laughs> and it was cool though. It was neat. Um, it kept storming though, like lightning and stuff yeah did you have to but, sit in the back no we were right in the middle of the room oh you're in the middle oh you're so lucky i was in the back when i was there <laughs> uh but anyways that dead horse <laughs> <laughs> the dead horse is back <laughs> um anyways to to top off uh my disney vacation uh we're going to ohana which is another thing that I've just heard amazing things about and I've always wanted to go. So really, you know, Ohana, be your guest doing, is... Are you doing dinner at Ohana? Yeah, dinner at Ohana at 550. Awesome. Yeah. Right, you give us a full review on that because I have not done dinner. Breakfast is awesome. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So. That is the one thing um, that I've never done at Disney and I, and I don't have planned right now is a breakfast. But I, I just feel like, uh, and we can talk about this further uh, after I kind of do my recap, but um, I just feel like I would be so rushed doing a breakfast in the morning unless it was at like 5 a.m. Where like I could, I had all, all this time to do breakfast and then get myself to the park and like be the first one in. So I, I don't know, I've always been weird about breakfast, but um, we'll talk about that after I just go through all of the big heavy hitters that I'm going to uh, recapping this Ohana be our guest. Oga's um, Yekin Yeti is not that big of a place, but um, definitely a place that I've heard a lot of uh, La Cellier and California grill. That's just like, honestly, 
Um, one, two. I mean, I've got three bucket list um, reservations just on this one trip. So, and, and guess how I did it? I woke up at 5 a.m. And so that's, that's the thing is that like, if you guys just do it, if you guys, and it's really not that hard. Uh, there were definitely still some times to, to like that I had to work with and work around and stuff like that. But if you just wake up and, and, and you're early and it's the same thing with these, um, with these virtual queues at Disney. I mean, the one time I did it, I was like the fourth group to go. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's really not that difficult. The hardest part is waking up, but if you're waking up for a purpose that is Disney, I will always wake up. So I think I woke up 15 minutes early and, and sat there and sat on my phone to do it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really not that hard. I, I, I got some of the hardest reservations to get just by, by doing this. And I didn't really do anything special. I didn't even have two phones out uh, like Brian does. <laughs> I just sat on my phone in my bed and woke up early and got reservations. So it's, it's, re- it's really not that hard if you, if you want to do it, do it this way and get some really great experiences. And maybe it's the crazy guys that we are about Disney, but you know, when we go, we have something in mind that we want to accomplish. Like this time it was obvious that you wanted to get a bunch of restaurants and enjoy a lot of the good eats they have down there. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, and the experiences that come with those places. Um, and not everyone's going to have that. And as I've been helping people with their planning, I've been finding myself tr- like realizing that people don't go crazy like me. So if you're not crazy like us, um, I still think that getting up at five in the morning is definitely something you want to do. Um, if it's a once in a lifetime trip and you've heard nothing but wonderful things about Chef Mickey's and you have to eat at Chef Mickey's, please get up at five in the morning and make that, that reservation. It's worth it. It is a hundred percent worth it to make sure that you have it. And then you can enjoy it when you get there. Um, you know, like if you're just going for the first time and you have no idea what to expect, I fully understand the, I'll just take whatever I can get. I'm not going to bother. Um, but when, when you're on the level that we are, and we're trying to get everything perfect the way we want it. This is how we go about it. <laughs> and, you know, like, like you said, it's, it's pretty easy to do. Um, and thing to have to worry about is just getting up early. Yeah. And, and, and it, there's something to be said about it. It means a little more to us. Uh, because a lot of these, like, I mean, we, we understand Disney dining a little bit more. We understand what's so amazing about some of these places. So, so to the novice Disney person, they might not understand like how golden, I mean, I have a phone full of, 
amazing Disney dining right now. And I'm so happy I did what I did. And that might not mean anything to, to, to people who are just novice Disney people who just don't have, haven't had those experiences yet, or, or maybe they're just not into it as much as, as we are. Um, and so there's, there's definitely something to be, something to be said about, um, our level of Disney fandom and, and what getting these types of reservations mean to us. However, if you want in, and this is kind of becoming the thing is if you want to do Disney and get the maximum amount amount that you can get from Disney, you kind of have to do it this way. Um, and that's kind of, that's, that's a whole nother episode um, just with how planning is becoming a big part of, uh, of your Disney vacation. Um, anyways, uh, we're going to loop back a little bit, Brian, we're going to, we're going to talk about breakfast, uh, and maybe you'll be able to help me make a couple of decisions here. Uh, but, um, I think I've talked about this before, uh, but kind of my stance on Disney breakfasts is like, like what I said before is I just don't know if I have enough time. Um, just with it, all the moving parts of getting to your breakfast, um, eating your breakfast, and then getting yourself to whatever park you're you're going to that day, uh, and being in line in a reasonable area. Um, I I definitely got spoiled the last trip I went to, and I was at a couple parks, um, super early and I was able to do a lot of things. And so I definitely want to do that again. Um, but that's the thing is I've never experienced Disney breakfast and that's, that's not completely true. I've definitely, I've had breakfast, um, in the land pavilion before, uh, and it was a really good breakfast. Uh, but that was just because we were hungry, like right away in the day. Uh, and we were at the land. So we had breakfast. Um, but, I don't know. Maybe you can help me with a couple of tips. One thing I thought of was making reservations for parks that don't open as early. Um, but yeah. Um, and, and then maybe making reservations. Like if I'm going to go to magic kingdom, make a reservation at one of the magic kingdom hotels, something like that. What would you suggest, Brian? Um, well, and you're hitting it like you're hitting that get something close to the park you're going to get something um, on a day that you're going to a park that opens later. Those are the, you know, like, I think those are the ways to do it. Now, breakfast at Disney is breakfast. <laughs> um, I'll tell you that a Mickey waffle tastes like nothing else in the world. Like, <laughs> A Mickey waffle is a Mickey waffle only on Disney property. I make Mickey waffles at home. I've bought the carbons golden malted. I, I swear by that stuff and I will only use that stuff. (laughs) I make that in my house still does not taste like a Mickey waffle at Disney. Um, but when you're doing Disney breakfast, you're either just filling the hole in your stomach or you're going for an experience. So the one we have done Ohana um, for breakfast twice, both were off days. 
Um, we did not go to a park those days. Uh, the one day we did Ohana on our last trip was um, the day we were leaving. So we went over and got breakfast and then, um, and that was our first camping trip our only camping trip down there. Um, so we went and got breakfast and then we finished packing up after that and, and headed out. Um, you know, that, so that's one way to do it. Maybe you don't have a park that day. Um, and that's where you can enjoy those bigger breakfasts. Um, this last trip, we went to Whispering Canyon Cafe again. We weren't going into a park that day. We just went and grabbed breakfast. And that's, you know, it makes it more relaxing, not having to worry about that. Um, Chef Mickey's. Chef Mickey's is a completely different animal, I feel like, than any other place. Um, it's in the Grand Canyon uh, uh it's in the Grand Canyon concourse and there's a lot going on in there, right? Like you've got the monorail coming through. You got all the people coming and going from the quick service. That's right there. You have everybody trying to get to the parks, trying to do whatever they're doing it right away in the morning. It's a very busy place. And while they have chef Mickey's walled off from all of that pretty well, you can still feel that vibe. You've just walked through it to get to the restaurant and um, you can kind of see it. On top of that, there's five characters there as opposed to the four that are, that are at the other places. And for some reason that one extra character makes it even crazier. <laughs> um, you know, like when we were there, this is pre pandemic and it was a buffet, so you had to get up and go to the buffet and get food. It took me half an hour to get away from my table <laughs> because the characters kept coming. And by the time I did finally get up there, I finally just stopped grabbing food and came back because there was another character at the table. <laughs> um, and it was because, like, because I had the kids. Um, we didn't all go up at once. Had we done that, um, I think the cast members would have treated it a little differently, but because we were kind of just trying to run up a little bit here and there and grab food for the kids or something, it was like, they just kept coming. It still took us an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And they tell you that if you're going to be doing a meal plan an hour and a half in the restaurant, um, I will still tell everybody that they should do chef Mickey's on their first trip. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. And it's so Disney and it, it's, it's just one of those, um, one of those iconic things to me. Um, so anyway, we did that on a day when we were going to Epcot. So we went there, we had our meal and we jumped on the monorail, you know, did the switch over at the TTC and headed over to the Epcot. We did not make it in time for rope drop per se, um, I think the park may have been open half an hour, which actually made it a little better because we were able to just kind of stroll in. There wasn't a crowd to get in. Um, and I think we had uh, frozen ever after fast pass right away in the morning. So, you know, it just kind of made it like it was a really nice, easy way to start the day for us um, because we didn't have to um, 
worry about getting your rope drop and getting to that first ride. Now we probably should have done it that way, but because we had the breakfast, we were already in the mode of we're just going to go and we're going to get as much done as we can once we get there. Um, and it was, it was definitely worth spending money and the time at chef Mickey's that day. Yeah. I, uh, so I hear this all the time and, it, and it's funny, Brian, um, everything that you talked about, about chef Mickey's. And at the end you were like, well, go to chef Mickey's chef Mickey's is, is great. And this is what I hear from everyone. And I, I've, I've never experienced chef Mickey's I've walked by chef Mickey's I've looked into chef Mickey's um, I understand what's going on. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe Brian, when we go to this on the vacation that we're eventually going to go on, maybe you, you can take me to chef Mickey's and explain it, but I don't know. I just, I just don't see the appeal. Um, it seems very, Maybe it's because I grew up in a hotel that had um, a breakfast area kind of like that, where it's like just kind of in the middle and um, all the all the rooms are around the middle of the the hotel. Um, I don't know. I, I just always kind of thought like, oh, yeah, Chef Mickey's. And actually, I had heard about Chef Mickey's for a long time and didn't realize that it was that it was the place in the middle of the um contemporary uh and i was just like oh that's chef mickey's so i yeah i i hear all of this hype about chef mickey's um but it's it's funny i just i i just have never really felt like i needed to go to chef mickey's but apparently that's and even hearing from you apparently that's the place for for breakfast um and that's the iconic place that's the place mm -hmm. everybody wants to go to um, you can get a better meal other places. I'll tell you that right now. Ohana is <laughs> going to be a much better breakfast. Again, everywhere you go, though, it's eggs, it's potatoes, it's sausage and bacon, and Mickey waffles. Mm -hmm. That's what you're getting, okay? At Chef Mickey's, they flare it up a little bit. You might get a breakfast pizza on the buffet. You might get um, potatoes prepared, prepared two different ways instead of just one, you know? <laughs> Um, at Whispering Canyon Cafe, you get these really awesome platters and they include a brisket on it. That was pretty good, but it was still eggs, sausage, bacon, potatoes, and Mickey waffles. Um, you might get pancakes instead of waffles at some place, or mm -hmm. you might get both, you know, it's pretty much the same thing everywhere you go. Um, it's, so you're looking at the experience mm -hmm. and I'm saying that Chef Mickey's is the place to go you're, because you're getting the Fab Five and because of how iconic it is. I keep using that word, but it really is kind of that place that can really kick off a vacation. Like, all right, I'm here. I just saw Mickey. I don't have to, you know, and like <laughs> that pays off later too, because now you don't have to stand in line to meet him later. You just got to meet him and his four other buddies without having to wait in line. You sure you paid quite a bit of money for a breakfast, <laughs> but um, if you're on the dining plan, it it really pays for itself. Then, um, 
and, and we that's how we used a lot of our character meals when we were there it was to kind of knock off those characters that we wanted to see um and having the kids along obviously characters were a big deal i've always enjoyed meeting characters and i know there are people out there that might wave at a character but they don't really need to meet that character and that's fine that's fine maybe chef mickey's wouldn't be for you then right but if you want to meet characters and you want that extra special disney uh experience i think chef mickey's is the, is a great place for it you want something close to it with a little bit better food that's maybe not as crazy busy hustle bustle um in your face fun then yeah definitely go try ohana or um you know whispering canyon you're not going to have the the characters um I have not done Tusker House, but you're still getting characters there. And by all accounts, everybody loves it. Mm -hmm. Um, I would think that it would be a little bit more uh, quieter, being that it's an animal kingdom. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I I just, I have strong feelings about, you're at Disney, go to Chef Mickey's, because (laughs) you're going to love it. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I don't know, it's a lot of what we've been talking about. It's still kind of like, eh, like, do I go to breakfast? Uh, I, 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 For me, honestly, I feel like it's something that I will need to do eventually. Maybe I'll do it with you, Brian. Uh, but I I just feel like when I'm on, on vacation and, and Brian, you know, the way that I do my vacations is just at breakneck speed. Um, but I'm cool with cereal or, or something light to start the day just to kind of like get you out the door and then just going and doing as much as I can. Um, so I think, I think, um, for this trip, at least, I think I'm okay with, with that and, and not having that breakfast experience, just knowing that, that eventually I will, um, and, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it, I've just never been a big breakfast person just in general. So it's, it, that's never just been something I need to do. So. Well, and don't get me wrong. It's not something you're going to do every day of your trip, right? Like uh, on off days, um, we did the one big breakfast at Whispering Canyon this last time, but the other off days, I just ordered from Contempo Cafe and brought the food back to the room. And that's where we had our, our breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be a big deal every day. The days that we were in parks, we had pop tarts and, and other, you know, breakfast junk food in the room that we mm-hmm. would, you know, grab quick and head out the door. Cause then I wanted to be rope dropping. So mm-hmm. um, that makes it a little easier in that respect and, and doing it your way, you know? Um, so the, it's a combination um, and definitely, you know, those people living down there, they're not doing this. They don't have to. <laughs> they can they can go to a restaurant and be like, oh, why don't we sit here for half an hour and talk about it, you know? And then they mosey on over to the park and, and do whatever they might do that during the their park day and sit on a bench for an hour watching people go by. I want to be that guy someday. I'll tell you, that. <laughs> but until then, 
you know, this is what we get to do. We get to, and that's part of the fun. We get to plan all of this. And that's, you know, that keeps us more connected with the park until we get there. And, and then we get to help other people. A hundred percent. And that's, what's been kind of getting me even more and more excited. Uh, I'm all the way down to um, trying to get Kristen to plan out what we're, we're going to wear at, at all the different parks. Uh, Cause she's definitely in charge of wardrobe because I should not be in charge of wardrobe. You need but- matching. Um, you need matching t-shirts for sure. Oh yeah. That's that, that's, that's definitely where we're starting. And she's got a couple, a couple ears that, that she is going to wear, but what are you guys planning? Are you guys planning a trip? Are you wishing about planning a trip? I know when I don't have a trip planned, I'm constantly doing that. Uh, let us know, let us know what you guys are planning, what you guys are excited about. Uh, or if you eat breakfast, do you guys eat breakfast? <laughs> just in just just in general do you guys eat breakfast do you guys eat disney breakfast let us know go on go on to the facebook page let me know if i'm off base with chef mickey's maybe i'm the crazy one no maybe you're, you're definitely be. not the crazy I, I hear this all the time about chef me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah social medias go out and get those things um, <laughs> <laughs> twitter facebook instagram we're out there miles from main street, pretty easy to find. Um, and the email is miles from main street at gmail.com. Um, hit us up, let us know what you're thinking. Um, just go out and post under any of those posts on any of those socials. And, and we're there, we're, we're there to talk. So let us know. But that's all we got for you guys tonight. We'll see you next time on miles from main street until next week. Remember, Some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it.